Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Dear friends, welcome to the seventh Sunday of the year. Last Sunday, Jesus continued his exaltation on the Beatitudes. He challenged us on the necessity of a profound spirituality that goes deeper than that of the Pharisees. That unless your spirituality goes deeper than that of the Pharisees, we have no place in the kingdom. This implies a lifestyle that is beyond eye service or lip service. That we have to jettison all forms of hypocrisy and pretentious attitude to religion to live an authentic Christian life. A life that is undiluted. The Beatitude, we continue to say these four Sundays, are the perfect standard of Christian life. The perfect standard to Christian life. Jesus continued his admonition on the Beatitude. Today's readings underscore the call to holiness and Christian perfection. This call was met in the Old Testament when the Lord commanded Moses to inform the people of Israel in the first reading to be holy because I, the Lord your God, I am holy. Holiness is demanded in our day-to-day dealings and relationship. This presupposes that the people of Israel must be merciful, must be kind, must be compassionate, must be loving to their neighbors and bearing the burdens of each other's. Being holy. St. Paul conceives holiness from an an all-encompassing perspective. He does not see holiness as a theoretical matter that is hanging upstairs. Rather, he sees holiness as something concrete and practicable. Little wonder then he reminded the Corinthians that even their bodies are the temple of God and the spirit of God dwells in you. For the temple of God which you are is holy. He put it in a more better way. While Leviticus said, be holy 
because the Lord himself is holy. St. Paul is saying, just as we come to the holy of holies, the sanctuary, that your body is God's sanctuary. My body is God's sanctuary. And therefore, the body cannot just be treated anyhow. Our bodies are God's sanctuary. And therefore, must be treated with respect and honor. Be that as it may, he urges the Corinthians to avoid division, dissension, and unhealthy competition. Their bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we cannot treat the body the way we want to do it, scientifically and otherwise. The body is sacred. Most so at baptism, our bodies are consecrated with the oil that made Jesus the Christ. And that is why during our funeral, during a Christian funeral, the body is incensed. We incense the altar, incense the body, because the body is God's temple, is consecrated. The body of every Christian is consecrated through the chrism. We are consecrated people. So we are not ordinary people. We are set apart as children of God. And therefore, we have to preserve the sanctity, the holiness that is in us. Jesus in the Sermon of the Mount challenges his audience to be perfect as the Heavenly Father is perfect. Jesus deviated from using the term holiness and then used the term perfection, Christian perfection. How can one become perfect with our human inclinations that is vulnerable to sin? St. Paul will say, as he made his humble confession, for what I want to do, I do not do. But what I had to, I, but what I had, I do. It is no longer I myself who do it. It is sin living in me. Later to the Romans chapter seven, verses fifteen to twenty. That does not mean we should give up. The call to Christian perfection. Is a constant and a daily struggle. We must not be discouraged and give up. We may try and fail. That is why we have the confessions. We must aspire to be like Jesus and work to grow in Christian maturity. We must learn to be like the Father by loving even those who hate us and those that are against us. How difficult it is that you should love your enemy. Pray for those that hate you. Love them. Jesus, in teaching the Beatitude, turned the values of the world upside down. 
ordinarily speaking, you associate with those that love you. But Jesus said our Christianity must go beyond just those that loved us to those that even hurt us. We should be good to them. The easiest way to overcome hatred is with love. We must love. He loved at the point of dying on the cross. And he said, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. Jesus didn't tell us to do what he didn't do. The Beatitudes are the perfect standard of Christian living. And if he challenges us to be holy, he's telling us to do what he has done, but we may likely end on the cross. However, although this does not come very easy, as the Father does it, the sun and the rain on bad and good people, that we too must do the same by being perfect as the Heavenly Father is perfect, that this does not come on a platter of gold, let alone turning the other cheek when they slap you on this, turn the other one for your opponent to slap again. However, this is a real demand of the Beatitudes, the revolutionary teaching of Jesus, the teaching that turned the world's values upside down. And this is the common identity of the believer, living out the Beatitude, the Christian standard. This is the process of trying to be like the Father, who gives the sun and the rain to the good and the bad people alike. This is the only way we can break the cycle of violence and enmity and resist evil without becoming evil ourselves. Resist evil by not becoming evil yourself. Holiness and Christian perfection, according to Monsignor Cletus Gotan, is defined as being Christ-likeness. To be holy, another alternative word to being holy is Christ-likeness. Call to sainthood, saintliness. It means trying to radiate Christ and his qualities in our troubled world. It is being like Christ in every way, in our thoughts, in our words, and in our actions. It is a constantly being in the presence of God and trying our best in every situation and circumstances. Holiness is all-encompassing, both external and internal, our words, our thoughts must be clean. Jesus in the course of this week has taught us, um, this is the fourth week. The first week, the beatitude, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are the meek, blessed are the pure in heart, blessed are the merciful, 
Blessed are the peacemakers. These are the qualities of a holy person. And when he said you are the salt of the earth and the light of the world, that is the quality of a holy person. And when he said your spirituality must go deeper than that of the Pharisees, these are the qualities of a holy person. The Beatitudes are interwoven. And that is why even as we approach Lent, we have to, for our spiritual growth, take the Beatitudes from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 5 to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 7. They are the radical teaching Jesus left behind for us. The teaching that makes Christianity different from other religions. Holiness is not an external thing. It's but the way we live our lives. It's not a Sunday thing. It is Sunday to Saturday. It's not a church thing in our homes, in our workplaces, even as we drive along, we are called to holiness. And we have to tolerate even our other bad drivers. We don't need to insult them. We need to empathize with them. You don't know the condition in which the person left his house that he's driving anyhow. Be careful. The other person may not be careful to tolerate the other person. So holiness is all encompassing. In the store, holiness is required. On the street, holiness is required. In our homes, holiness is required. Your relationship with your husband. It bothers me that a husband and wife cannot sit down and just talk as a, at least as people that have chosen themselves to be together for the rest of their lives. That you cannot understand your husband. You cannot understand your wife. Call to holiness. It's a call to understand ourselves from our human perspective. Listen to one another and be able to live out the Christian life. The whole thing we talk about in the church should support our living in our homes. The challenge to holiness is the challenge to sainthood. What are the means of attaining Christian holiness and perfection? Logically, let's give an example. Now, this week has been terribly cold. Many people will own their heaters in order to heat the room to be warm. And some will wear heavy clothes in order to cope with cold. The call to holiness, as far as we are able to cope with cold, God himself is holy. And if God is holy, anyone who wants to be holy must draw close to God, the source of holiness. This implies that there is no magic to becoming holy. We must draw near to the Lord in prayer. A holy person is a prayerful person. A holy person must read his Bible in order to navigate his way to heaven. That the Bible 
St. Jerome will say, ignorance of the Bible is ignorance of Christ himself. And that the Bible is the GPS to heaven. It gives us the GPS to heaven. It gives us the map to heaven. It tells us what to do in order to be in heaven. We need to pray. We need to read our Bibles and other spiritual books. And then the sacraments are the means of achieving holiness. At our baptism, we are made holy. We are made one with Christ. At confirmation, we receive the Holy Spirit. At the Eucharist, we receive the food for eternal life. And when we go out of way, we come back to the clinic in order to clean up ourselves, to remain in good standing with God. We need the sacraments. Fulton Sheen, the tele-evangelist bishop of America, who challenges believers who wants to be holy to spend quality time with the Lord in the blessed sacrament. And we have to spend quality time with the Lord in the blessed sacrament. And this is the type of life he lived. He died before the blessed sacrament. Fulton Sheen, down there in New York. I end with this, a quote from a spiritual writer who will say, give me 100 people who had sinned with all their life and above all things and with all their hearts, they had sin. With all their minds and souls, they had sin. And I will shake the gates of hell and establish the kingdom of God here on earth. If you had sin and love God above all, with your heart, with your mind and soul, you are already on your way to sanctity and Christian perfection. The Lenten season is at the corner. Lent is the school to Christian holiness, the school to Christian perfection. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.